Hello, friends, and welcome back to the EC Daily Devotional Podcast. I'm Pastor Aaron Case, and I'm so happy to be spending today with you looking at Genesis chapter 43, 44, and 45. Yesterday, we just finished in chapter 42, where Jacob's sons get back from Egypt. They give a report of how shrewd, little did they know, uh, their brother Joseph was with them, and how he had questioned them, and they had talked about their father being back home, but mainly they made one mistake, didn't they? One that would haunt Jacob. They told him that they had another brother back home. And to get Simeon back to show that they weren't liars, that they weren't swindlers, that they weren't trying to see the nakedness of the land, as Joseph said it, they had to go and bring him before they could ever come back. Well, we get to chapter 43, and the famine's gotten pretty bad. So much so that Jacob says, go, uh, go get food, go in Egypt, and they remind him of what Joseph had told them. We, he said, this is going to happen. If we don't go back with him, we're going to be in big, big trouble. And Jacob's like, well, uh, I don't think you should have ever told him. So he chastises him again for saying anything about having a younger brother. And of course, the men begin to make um, pledges to him. They'll bring Benjamin back safe, because if they do not go, they will all be dead. They will all starve to death. So their father gives in to this, and he tells them to take extra money, right? The choicest fruits of the land, carry them as a present. Maybe everything will be okay. And may God Almighty grant you mercy before this man. And obviously take your brother Benjamin. If I'm bereaved of him, Israel said, I'm, I am bereaved. It's at this point, they're so desperate. They had to have some food. They had to have sustenance. So he sent his sons. And so they took the present and they went there. And they go, and guess who sees them on their way? Joseph sees them approaching. So he creates this great feast and invites them to it. And he saw Benjamin walking with his brothers. He told them to bring the men into the house. He told his his servants to do so. And they were going to have... They're going to have a meal together. And they were afraid. Why? Because they remembered the money being back in their sacks, and they thought, okay, he's taken us to the house so he can take us out, so he can kill us. And so when the steward came to tell them what was being planned and how things were going to go, the men told them, listen, we had this money, and it was replaced in our sacks. And they, he replied, peace be unto you. Don't be afraid. Your, your God, the God of your fathers, put that treasure in your sacks. You're good. There's no problem. And so they brought out Simon, and everything seemed to be going well. They washed their feet. They gave food to the donkeys that they traveled with. Everything's going well. And so when Joseph comes home, he goes out to them, and they bow to him on the ground. Remember his dream, right? The one that made him so mad? Yeah, it's coming true right in front of them. And he asks, hey, is your father well? He's asking about his dad. Is he still alive? And they said, oh, yes, your servant is well. He's doing well. He's doing good. And he lifted up his eyes, right? And he looks into the face of his mother's son, his brother, Benjamin. And Joseph had to run out because he had great compassion. He started to cry. Why? Because can you imagine being sold into slavery, being being the greatest in a household, and being uh, convicted 
of adultery that you didn't commit, being thrown into jail, be forgotten, and thinking you would never see anyone you loved ever again. And yet here, face to face with him, was his brother. And so he had to leave, and he ran out of there to go cry. When he got his face all cleaned up, he came back in, and they fed his brothers, and he was sure that Benjamin had five times the portion that his brothers had. And so they were eating, drinking, and being merry, and things were going well. And so they sent them on their way. Uh, Joseph filled the brothers' uh, brothers' sacks with their food, and as much as they could carry, put everyone's money back. But he did one more thing, right? He was going to really test his brothers and their ability to not sustain a heart attack, right? He put a silver cup in the mouth of Benjamin's sack. So, So they sent them on their way, but it wasn't long where... Jacob sent his steward out to catch up with them to see what this evil thing was that they had done. I can't imagine how happy they must have been. You know, we still have Benjamin. uh, Simeon's back with us. We've got food. We've got all these supplies. But now, Joseph's man, the steward of his house, comes and said, Why have you repaid evil for evil? He's like, What are you talking about? No way. We wouldn't do anything like that. Someone's stealing from my Lord's house. And they said, basically so sure that this wouldn't have happened. They said, whoever's sack it's found in, they should die, right? They're so sure (laughs) that nothing has happened. They said, let this person die. And they go through, and of course, where do they find the silver cup? In Benjamin's stuff. So Judah and his brothers absolutely fall to the ground before Joseph. They're just, they're melting, saying that they know their father's going to die. They can't believe, they're trying to barter with Joseph. They're trying to get safety, and they're trying to get grace shown to them because they cannot imagine that anything like this would have ever have happened. They're worried about their dad's life, and they're talking about how all this had This has happened, and they didn't even know how it could have. And, of course, Joseph knows exactly what he was doing. And after being told the sob story about Jacob and how he wouldn't live, if Benjamin wouldn't come back, then all of a sudden we see that there is grace shown. There's little bit of caring, Joseph begins to not be able to hold up the charade anymore. He couldn't control himself, it says in the beginning of chapter 45. He cried, and he made everyone leave, and he wept aloud, so much so that the Egyptians around him heard, and even the household of of Pharaoh heard. And Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? obviously probably in their own language, but his brothers could not answer him for they were dismayed at his presence, don't you think? Like, like what? You're who? Right? They're, they're probably thinking of not only all that they've done, but all that has been done to them just recently, right? Joseph said to his brothers, come near to me. I am your brother Joseph. Do not be distressed or angry with yourselves. You sold me here to be here, but God is the one who sent me before you to preserve life. 
And he talked about the famine and what God had done and how God had made him very powerful all the way through the land of Egypt. And he said, you shall dwell. You will go get your family. You'll go get my brother. Your flocks and herds will have a place to be, and I will take care of you. I will provide for you. And you but you must tell your father of all my honor in Egypt and all that you've seen. Hurry and bring him here. And he fell upon Benjamin's neck. He wept, and he kissed him. And all of his brothers wept, and afterwards they talked with him. Could you imagine what that conversation was like? <laughs> Could you imagine all that was being said and all that Joseph had to forgive? He said, load up your beasts, go get your father, have no concern for your goods because you'll have plenty here. Joseph provided wagons and all that they needed to go and get their father. And when they got back, could you imagine what this conversation was like? They had said, listen, Joseph is alive. They told Jacob. And Jacob's response is, I will go see him before I die. Like, could you imagine the joy in his heart to know that his son was truly alive? I can't imagine what the explanation of guilt was or the explanation of what truly happened or how Joseph felt, you know, just waiting to see his father again, again, who he thought he would never see. My friends, regardless of the ups and downs of our situations and and how life goes, God is so good to provide. Let's realize that today. Let's live faithfully for him today. Though our life go through many hills and valleys, he's still good and he's still worthy. Amen. Let's go live like it. God bless you.